You're listening to Redefined the Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Mahalik, leadership coach, human design mentor, and status quo disruptor. This podcast is dedicated to stepping outside of the boxes the world tries to put us in and finding new ways to see and experience life and business. Each week, we'll push the boundaries of the way things have always been and explore new ideas around how to create our most soul-aligned and pleasure-infused lives. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to myself and my guests as we understand life through our own unique lived experiences. I'm always open to your thoughts and perspectives and welcome any feedback should you have any. Thanks for being here and let's dive in as we redefine life, business, and spirituality one conversation at a time. Hello, hello, hello. I have with me today Andrea Franco, intuitive business mentor, psychic business coach, witch, bitch, one of my dearest friends, one of my travel companions. I'm sure you've seen her on my stories um, when I'm bopping around the world. Welcome to the show, Andrea. It's an honor to be here. I love how it's a psychic witch, bitch, you know, whatever. <laughs> call me, call me all the things. <laughs> I make no promises to anyone that this is not about to get like real extra because yeah. Andrea is one of my closest friends and we get wild. We get wild. Um, but the reason why I wanted to have you on today is really because you are such a really beautiful example of what it looks like to be a projector in business done well, right? Because <laughs> almost every projector that I encounter through my work in human design is in one of two places. We're either like trying to perform like a generator, hustling, working, you know, 24 seven, like really trying to prove mm. through air productivity that like they can show up and they can work as hard as everybody else, if not harder. Right. And really trying to like keep up with all of the gems and many gens of the world, or they found human design. And so many projectors have then bought into the lie that being a projector is all about like laying oh. around mm -hmm. and napping and taking baths and like not working and like all of these things. I just heard someone say today, projectors are not supposed to work more than three hours a day. And I was like, sad who, right? Are like, you the projector like guard? <laughs> right. Like who told you that? And like, you know, one of my biggest things in human design is that idea that it's the science of individuation. So like everyone's different, which exactly. means also not all projectors are going to be exactly the same. So for one projector, yeah, you might tap out at three hours for other projectors. It might be four hours, five hours, six hours. Right. And it's really about learning your own energetic mastery. And when we met just about a year ago now, mm. you, we met over a human design reading. You came with me and you staff. were like, overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about who the Andrea coming into learning about human design, <laughs> how she was running her business. Cause it was like, I mean, my eyes were wide. When yeah. You no, what you were doing. for sure. I think that first of all, I like to fuck things up forward. So like, I, I like someone will tell me like, you mean we shouldn't do that thing. Like that's not in your, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Like it is. I remember actually saying that to you on the call and you were like, 
a typical one, three, you're going to figure this out on your own. <laughs> like have fun. Um, but, right. Have fun three lining that. Call me when yep, it doesn't yep. work. Call, Call me when it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the truth is, yeah. Like, so when we met, I want to say I, I had about in total at one point, <laughs> 25, 25, which is like the most insane thing I've ever heard because like the most like generator, Manny Jen coaches I know, like still are not having to do that. Yeah. I've never heard of that before in the industry, especially as a projector. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. I was doing like four to six calls a day. Monday through Friday. I'm running programs. Yeah. I mean, a year ago, I wasn't running that many programs, but I was like, I had just started putting more programs out there. I think, you know, most of 2020 was like my, the year that I, I got into my design and started actually like letting go of the one-on-ones doing more of the programs. That sort of thing shifted for me. Um, I also think that I had a limiting belief that someone couldn't have massive quantum leaps outside of one-on-one. And then, so I started, you know, doing all of these different masterminds and group containers. I was like, Oh my God, I am making massive leaps doing this. So like, I like to like walk it first. And I realized that a lot of my clients were really like blowing up in the group containers and like that sisterhood is so amazing. So yeah, at first I had like, (laughs) like just the craziest schedule. I mean, it was like, I was doing something all the time. And by the way, when I met you, I was probably still dabbling in the media company that I was running and running my food blog, the hangry Italian girl. So I was really at one point, And I remember a week, probably like right before then I was like, okay, done with that, done with that. But yeah, I, I want to say that I just thought because, because everyone says like projectors, if you love what you do so much, you can just do whatever. And I mean, coaching just lights me up in a way that, you know, I can't even explain it. So I was like, well, six call, like I could do it. And then, you know, especially when you're doing psychic work and channeling work, like, no, it's just too much. You burn out. And so within, I think I got most of the women in the 25 one-on-one clients on three month containers. And I noticed like a month and a half, two months in, I was like, Oh my God, like this, this I'm creating something that is not going to be an ideal lifestyle for me how, how do I undo this? Right? Like I was nervous. I was scared. I was afraid of, you know, the judgment, the fear, like there was like so many things going through my mind of like, how do I, and so I had to do the scary thing. I had to burn it all to the ground (laughs) and build something completely new. And I think that projectors who realize that they're creating a business that they don't actually love, or is not purely in their design, cannot fear burning it to the fucking ground to build something completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Because the reality is, is like you were able to build yourself up to a lot of success. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I want to say that it was just when you started to really go, okay, this isn't working for me and I need to switch this. Like that was around the time you had your first hundred thousand dollar cash month. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like around, I was still had a lot of one-on-ones, but I was like, okay, so how do I pivot this? And that's when I came out with the Abundant Queen Academy. I was like, how do I come out with a group program that is, you know, still absolutely fucking amazing where I can host a lot of women, where I can give a lot of my energy, but two days a week instead of five. Right. And right. yeah. And that, that launch was a hundred thousand dollar launch. Yeah. And so like, as you were just starting to pivot, but you were still 
really kind of like lingering in burnout and just mm -hmm. coming to this place where you're realizing this is not sustainable for me. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's the thing is it's not that as a projector, you can't create success through work and through hustle and through grind. You absolutely can. A projector's, you know, uh, energy signature is success. So it is yeah. very easy for a projector to create success in your life. But you could have never kept going in the way that you have over the last year had you stayed at that level of output. Like it would have just been unsustainable and you would have ended up fizzling out. And so like as you started to transition mm. your schedule, your energy management, your boundaries, the way you um, structured your business and your income flow and all of these things in your containers, like that's what has allowed you really over the last year to stay at such a high level of my life and income. So right. Because can you imagine like if you had stayed at that level no. and like not shifted? No. Well, first of all, that's not scalable. I mean, like, unless you're charging clients like a hundred thousand dollars per pop, which I know like a lot of high ticket mentors, but for me, like, I think that everyone has to look in the mirror and say like, what does my dream business look like? And now I literally, I mean, some days I don't work at all. Like Saturday, Sundays, I never work Mondays and Fridays. I'm pretty much never working. I have three work days and they're like two to four hours. I really do at this point work a couple hours a day, three days a week and I'm making consistent 50 to hundred K months every single month. Right. And like, I'm apps, I'm right about to be at a million dollars in under two years. And the most of my income has come <laughs> since leaning into being a projector. Right. And like, I would say from October 2020 to, you know, this month, April um, 2021 has been the, the bulk of my income leading towards becoming a million dollar empire. And because I've really leaned into, you know, rest, play, balance, I feel like a part of a projector schedule has to have rest. It has to have pleasure. Absolutely. It has to have delegation, staying in your magic and not trying to do all the fucking things. It has to have support. There's like so many things that I learned that I didn't have at first when I was first coming out and they're, they're just non-negotiables. And I really see a lot of projectors say, oh, I don't need to rest or I don't need this. Or, and I'm like, it's in your fucking whole design. You you do. <laughs> you do need that. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Or they're like coming in on the flip side and being like, oh, I can't do that. I'm a projector. Yeah. I, right? I and like both that. of that is disempowering. And that's why like you're such a beautiful example of like a projector really embodying their design is because like you sit somewhere in the middle. Right. Mm -hmm. You've learned how to find that balance. Where, like, I like to work, by the way. Yeah. Well, also you're an energy projector, right? There's three different types of projectors mm. and they all, all of their different, uh, energy works slightly different and you're an energy projector. So you do have some motor centers defined that give you like a little bit of chutzpah in your day to like <laughs> get up and go and get the things done. Right. And that was also part of how you were able to hustle and grind for so long. But mm -hmm. I remember it was a couple months after that initial call that we had where I was like, okay, go three line that and call me later. Right. Like <laughs> you did eventually call me later and we're like, okay, like I'm sick. I'm exhausted. I'm miserable. Like this is not working for me. Like, and I, and I changed it that day. That's the crazy I am though. I was like, okay, I, I realized that I think I created something that doesn't work. Bam group programs. Let all like 
all the clients, like, you know, I just like let it all go. And and it, it sucked because some of these people, I was like, hey, like we can't keep going one on one. You can go into the three month mastermind, you know, and it was hard to turn some people away and create something completely new. But I knew that this like speaking right now, I have two one on one clients, two. And I, I actually like I made another pivot in my business. This is the other thing is I feel like sometimes as projectors and as women and as business owners and entrepreneurs, we're afraid to change things in fear that we'll lose people or we'll lose clients or people won't like us. Like I've gotten such a, a grounded point in my body where I'm like, I love you. And I don't give a shit what you think. Cause I have to honor me first. If you want me to be in my magic, I must honor my design. Right. Boy, that's a good quote. If you want me to be in my magic, I must honor my design. Like, let's write that in the copy for our page. Anyways. Um, so yeah, I actually just changed. I don't do hour calls anymore. I do half hour calls. So like maybe I have VIPs and they usually get an hour a month, one call. And I change that to two. And then my one-on-ones are getting three 30 minute calls a month. And so I literally now shaped it. So with half hour calls, I can have a couple more a day. Right. So I only take calls two weeks out of the month. So there's two weeks out of the month that I'm not even like doing close to anything. And it's so amazing. Like I've created this business that, you know, I run a couple group programs and have two one-on-one clients and a couple VIPs and I'm <laughs> creating a million dollar years, you know, like that's what we're on point to do this year. It doesn't have to be hard, but it does require work. Like there, I have a team now for sure, but I also love creating some of my own content and telling my story and, and getting on live videos and being a part of my containers and the other things. It doesn't, none of this is hard, but I would still consider it quote unquote work. Like I'm literally not just like, oh, I only do five minute things a day. You know, like I still want to be a part of my business as it comes to new evolutions. I think that some projectors think that they don't have to be in their business at all and they could just totally fuck off. And like you can, and I don't recommend that because I want to know what's going on inside my containers in my business. And like truly that's what real projector magnetic, magical energy is like always caring about your clients and always like kind of knowing what's up with them, which is why my containers and my sisterhoods are so amazing. But this does require quote unquote work. Like, do I ever feel like I'm working? No. <laughs> like I created these containers to match my energy so beautiful. So I think anybody listening who's a projector who's, you know, having a hard time right now has to be able to one, burn it to the ground and to not fear the loss or the judgment. That was like three things that I had to really move through of like, oh my God, what if my clients are like, fuck, I like our calls. Screw you. <laughs> you know, like, and no one did that. No one. They were actually happier. They got more calls and had more time with me. Right. Like technically, you know, me more. So it all worked out. Yeah. And projectors really are kind of like the C-suite officers of the world right? Who like work really hard to do things, but in a different way, because it's a mm. different type of work. It's not, um, you know, it's not menial work. It's not task work necessarily. Mm -hmm. It's energy management and yep. movement and arrangement. And so staying in that zone of genius, knowing exactly what it is that you are good at and that doesn't feel like quote unquote work to yes. you, right? And like, what are those things? And it's going to be different for everyone, mm -hmm. right? And there's also going to be, it's also going to be different depending on the phases of life that you are yep. in, right? There's going to be seasons where like you have higher output and there's going to be seasons 
seasons where you have lower output and need, like allowing yourself and giving yourself that permission, which like permission is the number one word that I use when mm. I'm talking about human design, right? It's like giving yourself that self-approval and permission that you get to shift and do things and you get to build your business the way that makes sense for you, right? We don't leave corporate America and this like status quo jobs so that then we can like become our own shitty bosses. I know. I know. You make a good point. We ourselves to work, you know, like, like eight hours a day, Mm -hmm. nine to five, all of these things. Like you work a lot in the evening because you don't do morning well. (laughs) I don't do morning. I don't do morning at all. I literally forget what someone just, it was like this free thing. It sounded so epic. It was probably thousands of dollars. And she was like 7 a.m. I was like, I don't do 7 a.m. <laughs> 7 a.m. does not exist in my world unless no. there's like a first class ticket involved. I mean, even, I mean, even then, <laughs> I don't know. But I, you actually made, made a really good point though about depends where you're at. So this is what I tell my clients too is like, you know, I did have to do a little more grit work in the beginning and the foundational pieces of building my company because I didn't quite know what to delegate yet. I didn't know where my magic was, right? You get, sometimes I like to fuck it up forward to figure out like, this is where I'm magical. This is where I'm not. This is what I do know. This is what I don't know. This is where I hire. This is where I don't. This is where I delegate. Well, this is where I don't like Now I'm at a place where someone comes to record videos for me. This was actually put on here by a man. And this was hooked up by a man. Like there are so many, I was, I was like, I don't know if I can figure out how to work this. Like he recorded a video for me. This is how you turn on the thing. Right. And like, I have found out where to hire and where to ask for help and, and like something like where to collaborate. Right. I think this is going to be one of the most epic fucking containers because our energies match so well. And we have such different expertises and you know, personalities and experiences. So knowing like when to collaborate, when to hire, when to this, when to that is going to take you a little bit of like, I'm sorry, trial and error. And you have to be open to fucking up and open. I also had to be open to support and actually hearing. And I guess if you could call it criticism, but I like to call it critiques, like, Hey, like, I don't think that's where like, I like, I'm someone who likes to have stuff sounded back to me. And I think that's in my design. Um, where it's really well for me to hear from other people, like, you know, either when I'm doing well or I'm not, or what you think. And this is where like the support and mentors have come in too. So like, it's okay. If right now you're a projector, like, ah, I'm just like, I don't know when to nap and I don't know what to do. Like, right. Like allow yourself to just actually do some things so you can figure out those things. Like you can't figure it out if you just stay fucking stuck in perfectionism which is what I hear so many projectors doing. And when I asked for feedback in my group, it was like, I just don't know where to start. Just fucking start. Just fucking yeah. start. Just do. Right. And that's, you know, in human design, we use the like phrasing and terminology of like living into your experiment. Mm. And that's something that I take really seriously is that like, let this be an experiment. And when we look at your chart, like your chart is information, right? Mm -hmm. You in an ideal world, but it does not take into consideration your lived experience, your trauma, your Mm -hmm. conditioning, your living situation, your family, your relationships. Like it doesn't know any of these things about you. It only knows where everything was seated and aligned the moment you were born and 88 days before you were born. Right. And so like, that's all. And 
those things are going to change throughout your life. The Mm -hmm. amount of conditioning or trauma and the amount of healing work you do, like that's going to, that's fluid. That's going to shift. You're always going to have like new traumas happening and conditioning, and you're always going to have, you know, and hopefully you always have healing work happening as well in different areas, right? Your living situations, you know, things that I could do that I couldn't do five years ago when I had little babies are now available to me because my kids are older and they all sleep through the night and they don't wake me up in the morning. They'll just get up and start doing their own things and all that. Right. Which is different than like you who like does not have children currently. (laughs) So there's things that are available to you that in a couple of years, if if and when you do have children, like having babies someday, you will have to rearrange the way you do things. Right. And like our charts don't account for that. So giving ourselves permission that like, regardless of what your chart says, like where you are is where you are. And so we can use your chart as guidance and a good starting place to ask ourselves questions and to reevaluate how we're doing things and say like, okay, so I am a projector, which means that I don't have this infinite amount of energy and I'm not supposed to, I'm only supposed to utilize and give my gifts to places where I'm really recognized and appreciated. And so I get to be choosy as fuck with who I give my gifts to, because I'm not wasting my energy on people who are not actually going to love and appreciate and recognize my genius. And mm-hmm. like stepping into that, how does that then change the way you show up? How does mm-hmm. that change the way you structure the people your around you? Yes. That's everything too. I just had a, a really fucked up flashback. Like uh. you could probably join in on me. I just looked down at that mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I remember the days where, where mirrors had cocaine on them. <laughs> 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 and it was like, oh my God, <laughs> I haven't done that in a really long time. This is just a mirror. Anyways, um, yeah. So like that was when you said people you surround yourself with. And then I looked at the mirror and I was like, you know, the days I was totally not in my energy is when I was surrounding myself with people who were doing things that I'm not proud that I was doing. And again, fuck it up forward. When I was drinking all of the time, when I was using cocaine, when I was, you know, surrounded by people. And again, our energy, I feel is very easily affected by others and who we surround ourselves with. So if you're calibrating to frequencies that are 10 steps, you know, in a direction you don't want to be heading or going, then you're going to like do that. Right. And I realized when I started my business, I had to look around myself and I was like, wow, they're always in the bar. They're always drinking. They're always doing drugs. They're, they're, the topic of conversation is about people who just walked away from the table and about where the next dick that you're getting on the weekend is and all of these things. And I had to take a good, hard look in the mirror. And I was like, is this the fucking life you want to live? No. And that's why like I'm sober right now. And I know you don't drink anymore. And I think that was like a big thing for me is treating my body better and loving myself and finding friends like you. And, you know, I think the fact that now we all travel together and we hang out together and we pass ideas from each other. And like, if you're struggling right now, look around you too, at who's around you. Cause as projectors, you know, our, our, our energy is just so important. And I mean, that's for everyone, but I really feel like projectors too, like the energy we surround ourselves with is important. Yeah. And even as a Manny Jen, I definitely resonate with that because that was kind of the moment that led me ultimately to making the choice for sobriety was that like all of a sudden I looked around and I was like, what am I doing with my Mm -hmm. life? Like, 
is any of this activity that I'm involved in and that I'm, and the people that I'm spending my time with, are they actually taking me closer to my big vision and my dreams and where I want to go and getting really clear about who are those people? Because, you know, we're always being conditioned. Conditioning is not inherently bad right? Conditioning is neutral. We're always being conditioned because we're always being exposed to energy and things in our environment, you know, and that's coming through our families, our culture, our religion, um, society at large, but particularly the people who we're spending a lot of our time with. And we're always being conditioned. So what happens if we stop trying to make conditioning a bad thing and we realize that it's an inherent thing that will always happen? And so what the real decision is, is what are we going to allow ourselves to be conditioned by? Mm -hmm. Who are we going to allow into our space to give us conditioning, which is why we've really leaned into our friendship with one another Mm -hmm. and with some of the other women who are also successful entrepreneurs, because like, I want other women who are winning understand me in my life in a way that so many other people just can't because we live in this like bubble industry of a world that just a lot of people don't really fully understand, but they can celebrate my wins with me that fully get when I'm struggling with things that I can call it, I can say like, I'm having a nervous system like breakdown right now. Cause I just paid my taxes. And like, you understand. That was, that that. was yesterday. I didn't have a breakdown, but I was like, Oh, that was a large amount that left my account. Hi. And then I just invested more in. Right. Know. Or like, I just God's got a coin. huge painful or I just got a huge painful. I just sold out my program. And like, I don't know, I'm freaking out right now because yeah. I've never had to hold this much before. And I'm noticing these trauma patterns coming up. Like, can you just like, let me cry like rich yeah. micro problems to you for a minute? Yeah, no, I remember telling that story sure. too. When I had my first hundred K month, I was like crying because it was so much for my body to hold. It wasn't yeah. something like I was like, oh, I'm becoming a new being. What is happening to my body? Right. And so I called Ashley and I was hysterical. I was like, can you just like hold space for me for a moment? And it was like, really can't call anyone else. Cause they're going to be like, are you fucking serious? You're crying because you just made a hundred thousand. Like are, what? And like the, I had the most gratitude in the world. Like part of my tears were of gratitude. And the other part of my tears were the fact that I was actually like vibrating at an entire different frequency. I was becoming an entire different woman. And I honestly, I, we can even have this conversation. It's like, I feel like I change and learn almost daily. And it's hard to, first of all, like relationships, friendships, family. it's like, I, I, it's like, allow me to reintroduce myself for the hundred morning when I wake up over coffee, like, right. And so you have to have people around you that understand that you're ever evolving and ever learning and ever growing, especially like partnerships and love and stuff like that. Because like the woman you were dating a year ago is, is not who I am today because I'm probably a hundred times better, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, exactly. And so like, you know, when we're, if we're always being conditioned by the people and the places and the things around us and everything, we have to make sure that we're being really, really careful about who we're allowing into those spaces and that we're creating relationships, whether that's in partnerships or friendships or collaborations, right. Of people that can like hold that and who can, you know, who will help you and encourage you to grow and be better and hold you to your highest, but also allow you to be human, right? Um, All of these things. And so, Mm -hmm. 
you know, that's something that's been so valuable to you in our friendship, you know, and that even in conflict when like Mm -hmm. being able to come to each other and like, we've had some really serious conversations where it's been like, okay, like this doesn't feel good to me right now. And it's like, okay, well, like, I hear you that that doesn't feel good. Like, tell me more about why it doesn't feel good. And like, what, like where, where the disconnect is for you. And we've had to say, okay, like, and like, I get that I'm totally projecting on you because I'm bringing some shit that happened to me five years ago into our relationship right now. And I see that and I'm willing to see that and own it right now, but it's still how I'm feeling. And I'm really charged. Right. And then we've been able to say, okay, like, well, what do you need from me? How can I support you in this? What can I do on my Mm -hmm. end to make you feel safer in this relationship and in this situation and being able to have those really difficult and like conscious conflict conversations is what has allowed us to to do this work is, is we are as entrepreneurs, projectors, all the things ever healing. So like we may have triggers surface and especially friendships and partnerships where it's like, you know, I may, I may know something coming out of my mouth. Is it projection before it even comes out of my mouth? Or I may have a fear surface that I'm like, I actually have been get, getting better at doing this before collaborating with people mm-hmm. is, Hey, let's just put all our fears on the table uh, before we start this collaboration. So, you know, like where, like, cause I've definitely been screwed over a lot by women. Right. And, and so I'm, I have always been the giver who takes people under my wing, who brings them into businesses, who helps them succeed and have the best fucking life because that's who I am as a human being. If you're in my circle, you're winning. We're all fucking winning, right? And so I've just had a lot of people come into my circle win and then leave the circle and on the way out, throw a sword my way, right? As if like, I did something to you. And so like, I discussed these fears, like, Hey, my fear with collaborating with you is you are going to come into my circle and then screw me over. Or my fear is that you may try to do X, Y, Z, right. Because of what happened in the past. So I love to just speak that out now so we can like have a beautiful conversation about it and put it to the side. So like you understand my fears and that maybe sometimes I may say things that come rooted from the past. But if we're both conscious and aware and speaking of it, there's even in partnerships, this is so beautiful is like how you argue or talk about disagreements or things that surface is how you can continue. And I remember at one point in time when we had a, you know, I was kind of speaking my fears. And instead of being like, fuck your fears, you were like, great, thank you for letting me know, blah, blah, blah. And we moved past it like in minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It was like literally a 15 minute conversation and then it was done as opposed to like what most of us are trained to do, because we're so conflict avoidant, most of us, right? Is like you not saying like, hey, this is what's going on for me and what's coming up or and keeping it and festering it or you being vulnerable and coming to me with that. And then me being like, well, that's not my problem. That you yeah. Mean, yeah. Vulnerability sorry, has been I'm, hard for I'm me. I'm sorry you feel like that, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's I'm always my favorite. Like I'm sorry you feel like that. Like, and just absolving yourself of responsibility, but it was like, okay, like I hear you. And that's a completely valid thought. And like, what do I need to do to like help you feel better right now? Yeah. Right. And, you know, I know we've said this behind closed doors and private conversations, but for me, like, we're all human. We're all going to fuck up. We're all going to yep. have fears and triggers and traumas come yep. up. Yep. We're all going to make mistakes and be blind and selfish and like not think of the other person. Like this is going to happen in relationships. And so for me, it's not about like, what did you do that hurt me or that upset me or triggered me or set me off? It's really about like, what are you going to do when I come to you and I ask for repair, Mm -hmm. when I Mm -hmm. ask for restoration of the relationship and I say, I'm not feeling good about this. How you show up in that situation to me is everything Everything. that will tell me if I can continue to be in relationship with you Mm -hmm. or not. 
Right? Yeah. And because we've gone through conflicts before in the last year and we've been able to resolve them, that's why I felt really good moving into a business partnership with you. Exactly. Yeah. Restoration to me is also important. And like, because I feel like I'm just so radically honest with myself and with other people. And I'm not afraid to, I'm also not afraid to lose people. So like, if I came to you with these fears and how I was feeling and you, you told me to fuck off, I'd be like, all right, well, this friendship wasn't going to work, <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, I literally, I talked about that on a podcast episode that's going to come out next week with a dating coach where I had a conflict with someone I was dating and I went to him, I'm going to spoil the story on next week's podcast, but <laughs> Um, I went to him and said like, Hey, like that really hurt me and upset me when you did this. And he was like, first of all, watch your tone. (gasps) Oh, hell no. Right. And then he was like, that was not how that happened. And like invalidated my feelings and my experiences and tried to tone check me. And immediately I knew this is over. This is not not someone I can be in relationship with. It's a no for me, sis. (laughs) Right. And so I was fully open and I came to him vulnerably to tell him how I felt Mm. with the intention of wanting to have a conversation, get an apology, talk about how we could do things better next time and like move forward. I did not go in closed off and like ready to burn him to the ground. I went in very open hearted, but I shut down the second that he did not hear me. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think like that's so important. And I have literally in every professional collaboration that I have made of any like actual magnitude, obviously not outside of like, you know, guest speakings and things mm-hmm. like that. But whenever I've actually really hardcore collaborated with someone, like I've been burned every single time. And so it's taken a level of vulnerability, yeah. self-trust and like I just started collaborating again. Relationship. I get it. <laughs> yeah, an assessment of our relationship in order for me to say like, okay, no, like I think this feels safe and we can do yeah. this well because we've proven that we can come to each other. We can say hard things to each yeah. other. We can also hear each other and we can enter into I that. I can call you when I'm in the bath naked crying. I mean, right. Yeah, bath, <laughs> shower, all of the things. There's no boundaries in our room. We have no boundaries around um but so uh, since we've been kind of dancing around talking about collaborating let's talk about how out of the bag let's let's talk about how epic this program is going to be and and who's it for all right so the program is called invited (laughs) you've been invited (laughs) energy mastery for human design projectors and business and i am super excited it's a six-week program seven weeks with the intro kickoff call Mm -hmm. um and we are diving deep into what it means exactly for projectors to show up in their business to be able to create to be able to have you know, the output that they need, stepping into their CEO vibes, learning how to create massive impact and income that you desire without burning yourself out, without spinning your wheels, um, and really just doing it in a way that feels good for your body, good for your mind, good for your soul, pleasurable, easeful. Um, Obviously, I'm bringing to it the human design theory, um, and I have the ability to get into your charts and help. Because like I said, there's three different types of projectors, five different authorities available. So I'm going to be able to get in there and get into the nitty gritty of the human design theory. And Andrea, you know, and I have worked on and off 
together for the last year with her embodying hers. And she has that embodied lived experience as a projector of knowing exactly what it looks like, what it feels like to do it wrong, what it feels like to get it right. Yeah. Um, so I'm super excited. Yeah, I, I definitely, um, I think we sat down together and talked about like who the program is for. And I honestly feel that any woman walking into this, um, it doesn't really matter where you're at in your business, because obviously I'm almost at a million dollars, but I still like working with beginners. So if you're just getting off the ground and you have an idea and you're feeling stuck, this program is for you. If you're someone hitting 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, $60,000 months, but you kind of hit that, that plateau that you're like looking for that energetic next level. And you're looking to dive deeper into your design to figure out how to scale to that, you know, consistent hundred K months and a million dollar empire. I'm almost there. So I didn't want, I didn't ever say anything that I haven't done yet. Right. Um, but we are getting there very soon. Um, so I think it can be either, or, you know, so I do think this program will have a, a complete, you know, like all kinds of women. I want to see women all over the world at all different stages. As long as you're willing to go all in and be open to really figuring out what is best for your body, what is best for your mind, for you to lean into the energetic frequency of success, of being a projector, willing to burn it to the ground if it's not fucking working, willing to burn it to the ground if it's not fucking feeling good, willing to keep an open mind that really truly leaning into your design can be the energetic frequency in which takes you to the next level and to build and scale a million dollar fucking company, feeling fucking lit up and having relationships and a life and friendships and all the motherfucking shit. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> you know, like this is what happens when I start igniting the fire. It just starts going. Ah, is that part of my design? If you didn't know Andrea before, you do now. <laughs> you didn't know me. Uh, welcome to the club. And and I'm I'm extra fiery today because I just got new extension. So like I have this just like oh, oh, yeah. Her hair's <laughs> down to her waist. It's super extra and fire. Are, are we gonna post the video? Can we do that? I mean, we could post the video somewhere. Yeah, it will exist somewhere. Um, yeah, I agree definitely that this is for anyone, right? Because whether or not you are struggling to get your business off of the ground um, or you are in super hustle mode, like making tons of fucking bank, but feeling burnt out and exhausted and like wondering like how you're going to ever sustain this and keep this going mm -hmm. or scale, or you've hit your, you've bottlenecked yourself and now you yeah. can't figure out how to scale up into the next mm -hmm. level. Right. Because like, you're just at your, you're at your upper limit or like anywhere in between, like mm -hmm. the core problem here is the same is that you haven't learned how to master your energy. Yep. And, sure. so and we're going to go into everything talking. That's what we're really going to focus on is how do we, how do we get you to figure out what your exact unique inner energy is to you, not just to projectors in general, but like for you specifically, and how can you learn how to leverage that so that you can have more success with more pleasure and ease and have it feel good. Um, and that, you know, that's going to be really at the end of the day that the real problem, while it looks different in different stages is ultimately the same all the way across the board.
Yeah, for sure. And I, I feel like we're going to go through a little bit of everything. We're talking about actual human design. Well, you're talking about, you know, like the different numbers, the different things, like she's expert there, but we're also going to go into schedule and boundaries and energy and business stuff. Like if you can think of it on how to feel good running a successful business and feel good in your body, deeping, going deeper into your design, like we're going to talk about it. We have like six weeks. And if you couldn't tell, we can talk until like, fucking forever. I tell you like this. I'm like, my calls, I always say they're going to be like 45 minutes to an hour. And it just like never happens that way. Because if you have a question, I'm going to fucking answer it. If I can, you know, be there to support you in any way, I'm staying on that call and I'm making sure you feel supported, whole seen and safe in all of my containers. So if you're ready, like fuck shit up, like you're invited. <laughs> you're invited. You're invited. <laughs> Here's your invitation. VIP. <laughs> so RSVP, yes. All the information you need is in the show notes. You can go to the sales page. You can check things out. You can contact Andrea or I um, in our DMs on Instagram or Facebook. If you have questions about anything, we're happy to help you with that. Um, thank you for coming and hanging out with me today. I cannot wait to spend all six weeks with you jamming uh, i'm so excited and i just can't hide it you know you know you know you want to come to invite it <laughs> thanks for listening to today's episode of redefine the podcast if you enjoyed what you heard head over to itunes and leave a review and now that you've heard what I have to say, I want to hear your thoughts. Let's continue the conversation over on Instagram or in my free Facebook group, Redefine the Community, where you'll find dozens of hours of free trainings and daily tips on human design, embodied leadership, and pleasure-based business and living. I've dropped the links in the show notes, so head there for all the ways we can continue to connect. See you next episode.